0: Well, welcome to week two of our fall series on the things that Jesus did and how he's still doing them today. And for today, we're going to look at the day that Jesus schooled the fishermen. Now, school is a good thing. Last week, we, we celebrated that the students and the, and the educators were, were back. And we all have received blessings from schooling that we've had. It's a blessing to be able to go to school. But being schooled, now that's a different story. When someone schools you, it means that you've been embarrassed. You've been put in your place. You've been shown up. And we don't like to be schooled. But sometimes being schooled can actually be a blessing, at least if you're schooled by Jesus. Let me tell you about the day that that Jesus schooled the fishermen. We find that story in the fifth chapter of Luke. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, that's also the Sea of Galilee, another name for the Sea of Galilee, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. That day, Simon Peter and the others were schooled in fishing, no pun intended. It was embarrassing. They were supposed to be the professionals, but where they came up empty, Jesus brought nets overflowing. They were schooled. But it turned out to be a blessing, even if it didn't look like it at the the time. And their lives were forever changed. I was schooled once, not in fishing, I'm schooled often in fishing, but uh, I was schooled on the playground. When I was at Duke, Coach Mike Krzyzewski had his first really good basketball team Before that, his team hadn't done much. And so I was actually able to buy season tickets for $20. I don't mean $20 a ticket. I mean $20 for the entire season. And they went to the final four that year. I became a diehard basketball fan, at least college basketball. And watching all those great players, well, well, I wanted to imitate them. So I'd go out by myself and I would shoot hoops out in the playground, practicing threes, driving against imaginary opponents, taking free throws. And then one day I showed up, and on the playground there were a bunch of local guys getting ready to play. You want in, one of them asked. Sure, I said. Okay, you're on Jermaine's team. Well, I'll spare you the gory details. Let's just say that day I got schooled. It was embarrassing, but I also learned three things. First, I learned that I wasn't as skilled as I thought I was. In other words, I'm just not that good. On my own, I was quite impressed with myself. You should have seen my moves. But on the playground, I was an embarrassment to myself and Jermaine's team. I didn't have the skills needed to succeed. That day, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And neither were the fishermen. That day that Jesus showed up, they'd spent all night fishing. And it doesn't say that, that their catch was smaller than usual... It doesn't say that, that they caught the wrong kind of fish. It doesn't say that the, the fish were too small and they had to let them go. It says they caught nothing. These professional fishermen fished all night and they caught nothing. <coughs> until Jesus comes along. You know, it isn't until uh, Jesus shows up that they find out how much they really know. Excuse me. Until Jesus shows up, they think they know it all. So who knows what kind of excuses they made? Uh, Well, the weather was wrong. You know, fishermen, we, we have all sorts of excuses for why we didn't catch anything, and it's never that we weren't very good. The weather was bad, there's no fish in the lake. Maybe their, their nets were dirty so the fish saw them and they didn't get caught. Who knows what kind of excuses they, they made for themselves. But when Jesus tells Simon Peter to let down the nets, he thinks Jesus is crazy. He, you can imagine him thinking, we're the professionals here and we know there are no fish in this lake because we've been fishing all night. But Jesus, just to humor you, I'll go ahead and do it. And he lets down the nets. And the catch is so great that it takes two boats to haul it in. The fishermen were not as good as they thought they were. They got schooled. Jesus shows them how it's done. And that's why it's important to watch a master at work. We need these Bible stories to learn How Jesus does it. To learn how to be successful at life. So lesson number one is we're not as good as we think we are. But Jesus can show us the way. Now back in the playground, not only was I not skilled enough, but I didn't know enough to play well. What I mean is that I didn't know the rules that they played by there. Like the one where you had to dribble the ball After receiving a pass in bounds, they'd pass me the ball and I'd quickly pass it off to someone else. And then would come a string of profanity that I didn't usually hear in the divinity school. (laughs) And they would take the ball and they would turn it over to the other team. And this happened not once, not twice, this happened the third time. I didn't realize what I didn't know, I didn't know the rules. And it was embarrassing. That was way more embarrassing than getting stuffed on a shot. The fishermen soon discovered that they don't know the rules that Jesus plays by. Because Jesus does play by rules that are different than the world plays by. Now, those fishermen would find out later that Jesus plays by rules such as this. Death doesn't have the last word. Remember Lazarus? His story, Jesus plays by the rules that, that the first will be last and the last will be first. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses its life for his sake and for the gospel will find it. And speaking of finding, Jesus' rule is seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. Love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Those are the rules that Jesus plays by. And if you learn those rules from him, you won't get schooled by life. Like I did there on the playground. So, lesson number two is... Better learn the rules. Learn the rules that Jesus plays by. The rules of God's kingdom. Well, those guys taught me one more lesson that day in the playground. I didn't belong in the court. I couldn't play well enough. I didn't know the rules they played by. But they invited me to play with them anyways. They made a place for me. They gave me a place on their team, just like Jesus did with the disciples. He didn't just school them in fishing, he invited them to fish with him. To be on his team, to fish for people. Here's how the story ends there in Luke 5. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. I'm not good enough. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. What a day. It changed your lives forever. That day Jesus schooled the fishermen. But he did it so they would join him in fishing for people. And Jesus invites us to fish with him too. That's why next week we're going to have worship out in the park. And we're going to have a free picnic and it's going to be great. It's a little fishing expedition. We're taking Jesus to the neighborhood, putting out into deeper water, so to speak, than, than just being inside the building. We're switching things up for a Sunday in the hope that we might reach some new people for Jesus. You know, you folks who like to fish know that, that sometimes you have to switch your lures or, or change the color or, or use a different bait to catch more fish. I was cleaning out my uh, garage this last week and uh, finally I can put my car inside for the first time since I moved to Hastings. But in cleaning out the garage, I found that I didn't have a garage. Actually, what I had was a giant tackle box. I found more lures and fishing rods. Now, why do fishermen do that? Why do we have so many, so much gear? It's because you're always trying to find something different in the hopes of making the big catch. So next week, we're going to try something different. We're going to switch it up. We are going to have worship and a picnic in the park. And so I want to encourage you to invite your friends, invite your neighbors, invite the neighbors around here. And that's why there's an invitation in your bulletin. And if you are uh, worshiping with us online and want to stop in and, and pick up some of these, you can. I encourage you this week to give this to somebody. Invite them next week to be a part of the worship and picnic out in the park. It's different, it's not what we normally do, but we're switching it up to try to reach some new people. You'd be amazed at what happens when when you fish with Jesus. And then he has given us a spot on his team, he has made a place in his boat, he has called us to fish with him, just like the the fishermen there on the shore of the lake. So, that's next, next Sunday. During the week, though, we get to be fishing, and you can use these invitations to do that. Lesson number three is this. Lesson number three is, as unlikely as it is, there's a place on the team for you and me. As unlikely as it is, there's a place on the team for you and me. We might not be good enough, we might be a little unclear on the rules, but Jesus calls us anyway and says, don't be afraid, from now on you'll be fishing for people. Come follow me, learn from me, I'll teach you. At Duke I got schooled that day, and that day on the lake Jesus schooled the fishermen, But he didn't do it to embarrass them or to show them up. He did it to teach them and invite them to follow him. I mean, how else do you impress fishermen enough to get them to leave their nets and fish for people? You show them the biggest catch that they have ever seen. And I was going to say that that's a lesson they never forgot. But guess what? That's not exactly true. They did forget it. Or at least they needed a reminder. And so, in John chapter 21, after they've spent three years with Jesus, after they've seen him go to the cross and be raised from the dead, they're right back on the lake fishing as if none of that had ever happened. As if they'd forgotten Jesus' call to fish with him. And so what does Jesus do? He does the miracle of the big fish all over again. He calls to them from the shore, says, cast your nets over on the right side of the boat. They do, and the nets are full again. And then they see, oh yeah, that's Jesus there. That's what Jesus does. And what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to fish for people. They need to be reminded, so Jesus does it again that's the way learning is isn't it it's never a one and done thing because we're likely to forget or we get out of practice we get sloppy and lazy and we go back to square one I mean let me ask you a question how good are you at your high school algebra (laughs) or how good at you are you at your elementary school multiplication tables without a calculator yeah those of you who took band in school how well can you play the trumpet today or the clarinet you know a lot of us we just forget we get out of practice and it's the same way with the things of Jesus we meet Christ we join his team we start learning from him we start fishing for people but then we kind of forget and we need to learn it all over again And that's why we keep reading these Bible stories. That's why I I keep preaching on the same stories over and over again. Because I need to be reminded. We all need to be reminded of what Jesus has done and what he is still doing. There's always something new to learn or something to be reminded of. When I was a young pastor in Chisholm, Minnesota, up on the Iron Range, the church there had a tradition of having an outdoor service. And it wasn't exactly like we're going to have here with the the park over there. Because in in Chisholm, there's a a lake in town, Longyear Lake, and there's a park on the lake. And years before I got there, they decided to recreate this scene from Luke chapter 5 of Jesus in the boat and teaching from the boat. So they got a fisherman with a little fishing boat and the pastor uh, got into the boat and and they rowed him out a little ways. The people gathered on the shore there and he sat down and, and he talked from the boat just like Jesus, preached like Jesus. And there happened to be somebody from out of town, a visitor going by, saw what was happening, stopped and they heard the good news of Jesus preached from the water that day and they wrote about it in a national publication and it's, it had such an impact on their life well the church said this is great we should do this every year and so they started having this tradition of having this uh, service there on the lakeshore but you know it takes a lot of work to arrange to get a boat and to uh, do all that stuff down there in the park where it's not as convenient and everything. So by the time I arrived as their pastor, they were still having their traditional outdoor service. But instead of being there in the park by the lake, they were in the backyard of some member's house who lived across the street from the lake. It had gone from being an event for the community to something for the church. And they would tell the story about being out on the lake but they would never go out on the lake. They forgot. (laughs) We needed to learn the lesson again. Why we went there to fish for people. Fortunately, Jesus is a very patient teacher. You know, even when we have a hard time learning something, or remembering to practice. Jesus is there to show us again again the rules that he plays by to help us get better at our skills and to remind us again that we have a place on his team that he has called us to fish for people. For fishermen it took a another big catch so that they would fish for people. What will it take for you this week to once again fish for people, to once again live by the rules of Christ? Listening to Jesus is not a one-and-done thing. It's something we have to practice on a regular basis over and over again. So what is it that's teaching you, and how are you making time to listen to Jesus? When we're schooled by Jesus, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a blessing to be schooled by the master. So how are you going to listen to the voice of Jesus this week? And how can we be like Jesus and fish for people? You know, I, after that uh, experience on the playground, I gave up trying to uh, to be a Duke basketball player. <laughs> but I never gave up learning about Jesus or trying to follow him. And I hope you won't either. Let's pray. Jesus, we confess that sometimes we're slow learners. Sometimes we think we know it all until you show us that we don't. And Lord, sometimes we get out of practice. We, we forget why you've called us to your team. We forget what you've done and what you can do. And so when we face times of, of trials, when the nets are coming up empty and we're wondering why things aren't working, Lord, you patiently remind us again to trust in you, to obey your word, and to follow. Lord, Take away the fear that we have of of living for you. And remind us once again of what life can be like the abundant life when we follow the Master. Lord, we pray for next week. We pray that there might be someone who stops by and hears a word from you and has their life changed Lord it may not even be that they show up but just in being invited they might be reminded of how how wonderful it is to walk with you and they might start once again to pray or worship even if it's not in the park with us Lord, we ask for miracles. Miracles of of many fish, full nets, and a joyous celebration. Thank you for making a place on your team and in your boat for us.